Hello, and welcome to On the Road to TLC. I'm Christy, and as always, I'm joined by my brother, David. I'd like to wish everybody a quick happy holidays. Yes, hope everyone's enjoying their, their holiday season. I know we have so far, kicking it off with, I guess, TLC, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess technically Survivor Series, because that's around Thanksgiving. Oh, so. that's true. That's true. But anyway, yes. Yeah. This is the the big one. The big one. Last pay-per-view of the year. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we talk about, obviously, WWE pay-per-views and their fallouts on Raw and SmackDown. And boy, did we ever have fallouts <laughs> this week. Right. Or, I guess, not necessarily fallouts, but... Right. Big things. Yeah. Yeah. Some stuff that's been a long time. Long time. Yeah, that's true. Well, a long time. Months. Since I've been started watching, so. (laughs) I guess we'll get right into it with the kickoff show. Um, I guess the first interesting thing that happened on the kickoff show was they went backstage and Corbin was coaching JoJo on how to (laughs) announce his win. He had it all scripted and written out for her, and apparently he Slater was also there because he was going to be officiating the match mm-hmm. between Corbin and Braun Strowman. And of course, Corbin wasn't expecting Strowman to be there because he still has an elbow injury, still recovering from that. Yeah. So that was a little weird, goofy stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Just but, weird backstage, though. Yeah, but then Charlie came up and was trying to be like, um, so there's rumors that Ron's coming. Ron will be here. And Corbin's like, Psh, whatever, he's not coming, he's hurt. It's basically, I'm basically the new general manager, it's fine, whatevs. <laughs> yeah. But the first actual match was uh, for the Cruiserweight Championship between Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy. That was... It was a good match. It wasn't really any high-flying stuff, which you kind of expect from the the Cruiserweights. Yeah, yeah. but it was a decent match. It wasn't terribly long. Yeah. But um, Buddy Murphy, he ended up retaining and winning, so that was that match. And then, see, Kayla, she interviews Becky, and of course, like, this is, yeah, this is Becky's first match since Nia Jax broke Broke her face face. yeah so everybody's like oh becky how are you what what are you doing what's going on and becky's just like there's debts to be collected (laughs) i don't know she's going around collecting debts or something yeah yeah so what is something that ends up playing a i guess a big factor later but yeah and then we have elias versus bobby lashley and I guess also Leo Rush in a ladders yeah. match. But this one's a special ladders match because instead of like a belt, they're getting a guitar. A guitar suspended over the ring that they have to get to. Well, yeah. I guess they don't have to, but... Well, no. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. did have to. Yeah, whoever got to the guitar first won the match. That's right. That's right. So apparently all ladder matches are no DQs. So, of course, Leo mm-hmm. Rush tries to mess around a little bit and technically Elias won technically won. yeah technically but, but he still gets beat up yeah he still get he's the one that gets beat up with the guitar so right. anyways so he won but he didn't win I didn't not but I mean that was a good 
decent match. It wasn't overly long, but it was decent. Yeah, it was fine. And then getting into the actual pay-per-view, which this is like a really long pay-per-view, like including the kickoff show matches. It was 12 matches. Yeah. Which I feel like is insane. (laughs) Yeah. And not usually that many matches in a pay-per-view, at least the ones I've been watching so far. No. Well, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it was a lot. And none of them were like really quick matches either. No. Which especially so, towards the end. Yeah. They were, no, they were getting too long. Some but, should have been shorter than they were. Yeah, and that's quite a bit. Yeah, and I feel like most of the pay-per-views I've watched so far, there have been like at least one or two like pretty short matches. Yeah. But like in this one, the shortest one may have been Natalia's and Ruby Riot's. Yeah. And even that one wasn't that short. No. So, it was a long pay-per-view. <laughs> yes, it was. But the first actual match of the pay-per-view, which I'm kind of surprised, was the finals for the Mixed Match Challenge, which mm-hmm. has been going on for a couple months now. This is the second season, I believe. Yeah, it's the second time they've done it. Yeah, I've been trying to keep up with it when I can. Mm-hmm. It was coming on after SmackDown Live on Tuesdays. Yeah. On Facebook. But, like, the finals were Carmella and R-Truth from SmackDown mm-hmm. versus Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal from Raw. Mm-hmm. And both teams were brand on brand and color-coordinated. Carmella and R-Truth were in blue accents, and Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox were in red. And, of course, they were joined by the Singh brothers, mm-hmm. which both teams were kind of surprising to make it to the finals. <laughs> Well, I won't say very, but yeah. Well, considering some how the some other teams got broken up and yeah, a lot of the people other... were placed in them. It's I guess not too surprising. Yeah, a lot of other teams, most of the teams actually. Yeah. Only other teams I can think, I think of were like the couple team, like Rusev and Lana right. and Jimmy. Yeah, it's Jimmy. Yeah. And Naomi. Naomi. Yeah. Were the only ones I can think of off the top of my head that didn't get mixed up with partners yeah didn't have to change during the tournament yeah but i mean it was a you know fun match i I actually really enjoyed watching the mixed match challenge matches yeah this like i wish all wrestling was that fun because it was just fun they were you know you could tell the wrestlers were enjoying themselves and having fun oh yeah so Definitely. that just makes it more enjoyable for me too. It's more fun to watch. Yeah, it's just more <laughs> fun to watch. I wish all wrestling was that fun to watch. <laughs> right. But of course, you know, R Truth and Carmella, they have a dance break and then actually the Singh brothers like join them for a little bit, <laughs> but then like, you know, they get thrown out of the ring by truth. Right. And R Truth like takes Alicia's hat at some point one point and be does goofy see just like goofy fun stuff right. like that. Just I enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, and wrestling then, at its best. Yeah, and apparently, I guess Mella learned a new Carmella. Wrote Mella, <laughs> Carmella learned a new submission move that I've not heard of. They called it the Code of Silence. Yeah, which that was a new one for me. But Alicia taps yeah. to Carmella, so they win. <laughs> and of course, the rewards for winning the Mixed Max <laughs> Challenge were each guy girl gets number thirty in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And then they also get a week's vacation to wherever they want to go. paid vacation to anywhere. And apparently, they were <laughs> supposed to submit their 
des- vacation destinations before the match started, <laughs> which apparently Carmella did not know. And our truth chose WWE headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut <laughs> for their vacation, which is like, that's not a vacation. That's a work trip. Right. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so that was really funny. And then we move on to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, which was a triple threat between the bar reigning champions, the Usos, and the New Day. Yeah. And of course, just watching all of the all three of those teams is super fun. Yeah. Always fun to watch. They're, they're all very good. Yeah, they're all good, all great. At one point, the ref started bleeding in that match, though, and I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I don't know. He kind of kept rubbing his nose, so maybe he got a nose yeah, bleed maybe or something. Nose bleed, yeah. But that was a little surprising because, you know, obviously you don't expect the ref to start bleeding in a match. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it was all good, fun stuff. Sorrow swung Kofi at one point. And yeah. A lot. Yeah. A <laughs> lot. Yeah, I went on for quite a bit. Yeah, he usually only does, like, ten revolutions, but he did. He just kept going. Yeah, he did. I was like, oh, that would, de- yeah, that would definitely put me out if somebody was swinging me around that much. Right. Of course, but also Cesaro, too. That would make me dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that he held it together as well as he did after that. Yeah, because then he put him into a sharpshooter like right after that. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. But yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus end up winning the bar wins, so they retain. Yeah, retain their SmackDown tag team champion. Yeah, but that, that was a good match. Yeah, it was good. Oh, and then we get to, well, uh, best second uh, up there match of the night. Corbin versus Strowman, which is supposed to be a TLC match. <laughs> Ugh, yes. Such a good match. Well, match. Yeah, match. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, poor Heath Slater was having to uh, be the official yeah. for the match. And, you know, Corbin comes out being all cocky. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. start counting because Strowman's not going to be here. And of course, Heath Slater starts counting. But then. They play Strowman's intro music, and he walks out with an arm sling. He does have an yeah, arm sling a, on. Yeah, in a sling. But he's still, he's still there. He's still there. He shows up. And, which I always forget, because not that I've seen that many TLC matches, obviously, but right. no disqualification yeah. match. There are no DQ matches. Which Braun Strowman is more than happy to remind us. Yeah. And, so, and used to full effect. And used to full effect, <laughs> because... He's like, you know, I got friend, you know, I've got plenty of people more than willing to come out here and help me take you out. Yeah, and so camera turns and we see a Paul Cruz with a chair standing outside <laughs> on one side of the ring, yeah. and then the camera turns again and we see Chad Gable and Bobby Root with chairs, chairs. standing outside the <laughs> ring, and then oh, turn around again, oh, there's Finn Balor with the chair outside <laughs> the ring, and then oh. Heath Slater starts taking off his ref shirt, <laughs> and they just all start attacking Corbin, and it was beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. And then, of course, Corbin tries to leave, and he's, like, walking back up the entryway, and then... Whose music starts playing? You suck. <laughs> you suck. Kurt Angle. <laughs> and then he gets a chair and starts beating him back towards the ring, Corbin towards the ring. And then everybody just starts attacking him. So beautiful. So, so beautiful. <laughs> and of course, you know, then Heath Slater, he like has to put it back on his little official ref shirt and like <laughs> yeah. Apollo and Bobby Roode are like trying to help him quickly get it on. <laughs> yep. And he like looks at Braun Strowman like, you ready? And he's like, yep. And so Corbin's down for the count and yep. just Braun Strowman comes in and just 
puts a foot on him. Puts his foot on his back, and then Heath counts him out. One, two, three. <laughs> and the loser of this match <laughs> is Baron Corbin. Thanks, yes. JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> Not the winner of this match, but the loser. Right. <laughs> so that was a, just a nice little touch. Yep. So that was super satisfying to watch. Yeah. So Braun Strowman wins. He gets a chance at the Universal title. At, at the Royal Ro- Rumble. Yeah, yeah, Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar. See if yeah. he shows up. Right, if, if, if he's there. Yeah. And then, of course, Baron Corbin loses all authority. Yeah. Yay! Hooray! It's about time. And then our next match is Natalia versus Ruby Riot, which was a tables match, which apparently is a no DQ match. Yeah, pretty much if it involves anything other than just the wrestlers, it's a no DQ match. Okay. And apparently to win a tables match, you have to put your opponent through Through a table. table. Yep. So no submissions, no pinfalls, through a table. Hmm. Okay. Learning new things every day. <laughs> but of course, like episode prior, Ruby like had a table with an, a picture of Natalia's dad on it. Yeah. Which is like super weird. Yeah. And of course, they bring the riot squad comes with Ruby and like they bring that table yeah. out. And of course, Liv and Sarah try to interfere, but Nat gets all of them. Yeah. She puts Liv through a table, she puts Sarah through a table. And at one point, Natalia goes to under the ring and pulls out her own special table, which has Ruby Riot on it. <laughs> yeah. But then she also has her dad's jacket. Mm-hmm. That she puts on. That she puts towards on. Towards the end. Yeah. And she puts Ruby through the table with Ruby on it. Yeah. So it was good. That was a good, satisfying yeah. match. Very poetic just. Yeah. I'm glad that's over. Right. Because that was getting really weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like, don't bring people's dead parents into stuff. Right. Even if he was a wrestler, yeah. like, don't, like, don't. That's just... He still, like, died recently. Very recently. Very, like, this yeah, year. Very so. recently. So, it's just, yeah. It's like, I'm sure Natalia had to approve of it, but still, it's just like, eh. Right. Can we come up with a better story than insulting people's dead parents <laughs> right that would be great but anyway that's but anyways that's all said and done right yay yay natalia Hooray. and then we get to pretty much the only normal match that whole night <laughs> which is like super weird but i also kind of anticipated what they were going to do with it because it was a regular mat nothing special match right but it was finn balor versus drew mcintyre at tables, ladders, and chairs with no... With no tables, ladders, and chairs. chairs. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Sure. Sure. But, you know, he was... Finn was in burgundy gear, which, mm-hmm. a little different. And McIntyre's just regular Drew McIntyre outfit. And, like, you know, Finn gets thrown around a bit because Drew yeah. McIntyre is bigger than him. He's a very large man. He so. is a very large man. <laughs> He's going to throw people around. Yep. But Finn does get Drew stuck in the apron, so gets him, beats him up a little bit there. But then, which I was kind of expecting, Dolph Ziggler does pop out yeah. from the crowd. He, like, super kicks Drew when the ref's, like, kind of looking after Finn, so the ref's distracted, so right. he didn't see the interference. Right. And then, like, Dolph tries to get a chair, 
and like hit Drew with it, but then Drew gets the chair and hits. I guess he hits Dolph with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then like Drew tries to bring in a ring, but then Finn ends up drop kicking the chair into Drew. And so Drew like falls over, and then Finn like gets on the top rope, could grow, pin, wins. Mm. So, yay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that wasn't, again, that wasn't a super short match, but it wasn't a long match either. Yeah. So it was, it was a good length match for what it was, considering it was just a regular, <laughs> a regular match. match yeah. yeah. And then we get to another match, which honestly I keep forgetting even happened, which was Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. And it was a Cheers <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, it right. See? Again, I guess that one was a little shorter. Yeah, I think that one was pretty short, actually. But, yeah, it was a cheers match. And one fun thing I did, like, was, like, Ray does, like, a... I call it a penguin slide just because he does it on his belly and it reminds me of penguins. Oh, right, yeah. But, like, he does it on a chair, like, off off the ring, like, into Randy Orton. Oh, yeah, into Randy Orton. It's like, ow! Ooh, yeah. It's like, that hurt everybody. Yeah, right. But I thought that was fun, so... (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of fun, though. Oh, another funny part was they do kind of mess with the announce tables a little bit. But, like, Randy, like, put a chair on to the announce table and, like, very delicately, like, <laughs> places it, like, angles it and stuff. Yeah. Before he tries to put Ray, like, onto the table on the chair. Mm-hmm. So, like, I thought that was pretty funny because he's just, like, very meticulous about his placement. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, right. you're just putting him through. <laughs> you're just wanting to slam him into the chair. Like, right. doesn't have to be that well-placed for that type of move. Right. But I thought that was funny little thing. But Ray ends up countering Randy Orton at one point, and mm-hmm. he pins Randy and wins. So, yep. yay, Ray Mysterio. Hooray. I'm glad he is back because he's really fun to watch. Yeah, he's really good, yeah. But yeah, I guess that wasn't a very long match. But yeah, not it was too long, but good. That's good because, wait, we got into some long matches that were not good Oof. later. Wait. So sometimes it's better to err on the side of yeah. short but sweet. Then we get a backstage interview with Charlie interviewing Finn. And he's like, he's not happy with Dolph interfering. He's like, I don't even know why he came out there. Like, that was dumb. I didn't. You know, yeah, it's like, I had it. Yeah. yeah. But then, of course, Dolph comes out. He's like, like, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And Finn's like, for what? Yeah. Help me at all? Yeah. And, of course, like, Dolph, like, tries to walk away. And Finn's like, whoa, no, I'm not done talking to you. And then, like, yeah. Dolph, like, attacks Finn and, like, throws him into, like, some crates. And, like, a concrete pillar was, like, right there. Right. I was like, whoa, could you not <laughs> throw people into a concrete pillar? That'd be great. Right. So extra little drama after Finn's match going on there. And then we get into the Raw Women's Championship match, which is Nia versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And, of course, Nia Jax was accompanied by Tamina, mm-hmm. who, like, kind of played a part in the match. Not overly, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she kind of gets, like, a little on Ronda's face, but, like, not overly. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, Ronda's kind of getting better but you can still tell still very sloppy yeah you can still tell the difference between a veteran and her in the ring but i mean she's she's getting better again like that was not a match i was overly excited to see other than hoping naya would win someone not ronda rousey would win right but i don't know somehow ronda gets her into an r bar and naya taps so, again, Ronda wins and retains. I don't know. I'm just kind of bored of her storyline. Yeah. 
It's just not really going anywhere and it's boring. Yeah. Cause I mean, she didn't start anywhere. She just came in and won, and then has had it ever since. So yeah, there's nothing to it. Like there's no yeah real drama or anything to it. Not really, no. And the like audiences a, like a certain other former MMA person who came in and got a title and just kept it for a really long time. Oh, to be fair, I did recently see a clip of. It was like a short clip that I wasn't fully paying attention at on, but I think it was like Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. And like Brock Lesnar did like a shooting star or something from like the top rope. I was like, that's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> he can move like that? What? I guess he used to be able to. Because literally now, if he does show up, it's like a couple of F5s and that's it. And that's it, yeah. So I was like, oh, so he could wrestle at one point in his life. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> I kind of get why people. I guess, like, the memory of him, I would say more right. so than... Because, obviously, his current is not... is nothing. No, yeah, so... <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, people like the the memory of what he used to be. Yeah, because, like, I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, so he could wrestle. <laughs> he can <laughs> wrestle, he just doesn't. Okay, I, and now I get it, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, so I just wish we'd they'd move on. Right, which hopefully, well, I guess we'll get into that with Raw, but yeah, I don't think they've set it up to where we can finally move on. But we'll uh, yeah, see. well, hope so. Yeah, of course. Like after that match, Charlie tries to interview Nia, but like she kind of just like blows her off because and she's holding her arm because she's hurt because right. of the arm bar. The arm bar. And but then Becky like comes up and like punches Nia in the face. Yeah, and she's like, "Keep my name out of your mouth." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" So I guess that's. Becky collecting debts. Her debts yeah. yeah. Well, I was like, ooh, okay. And then we get to uh, where we, this is where we start getting to the too long. That's true. Matches. The WWE Championship match, which is. Oof, new Daniel Bryan. Whatever that means. <laughs> Versus. AJ Styles. AJ Styles again, yeah. Which was, this was his um, rematch. Rematch, yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, this is where it was getting kind of long. I mean, it was a good match. It wasn't a bad match. It was just yeah. getting kind of long because everybody was waiting for the main event, which everybody was there to see and super right. excited for, which was the triple threat TLC match for the SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. So everybody was getting a little antsy at this point because they just want to get to the real stuff. Right. Which I hate to say because AJ Styles is phenomenal. Right. So... It really hurts me to say that one of his matches is too long, but yeah. it was getting it was, a little too long. It was too long. Because I guess people are just getting tired because 12 matches is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to sit through. Yeah. Especially if you're like actually there and like yeah. in the stands. Right. Or like you got kids or something, like bathroom breaks and right. anyways. Yeah. But yeah, the new Daniel Bryan, he had on all black green gear. So mm-hmm. that was different. He hasn't worn all black before. No. Since he's become the new Daniel Bryan. Right. Anyways, like AJ Styles says, he's got the same face and I want to punch it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was a good match. It was just long. Yeah. They dragged it out in points. It's not good when you're in a wrestling match and there's long stretches where not much happens. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there were some exciting bits. Like AJ does a phenomenal forearm off a barricade. 
But I guess he, I think he missed, and then he tried again in the ring, and then he almost mm-hmm. hit the ref. So there's like some dramatic stuff. But then like Daniel Bryan ends up reversing an inside cradle and like pins AJ for the mm-hmm. win. So, boo! I wanted AJ to win. Yeah. I don't like this new Daniel Bryan. Right. Mostly because like the persona they've given him is like kind of weird and confusing. Right. Because he's like all like environmental eco-friendly which is like good like that's not a bad thing to be those aren't bad that's not (laughs) bad things to be concerned about no like you need to be (laughs) concerned about the environment that's a good thing to be but i don't know he's like kind of like eco-terrorist almost (laughs) almost yeah extreme and i don't so i don't know that's a weird way to make somebody a heel about it's pretty weird yeah (laughs) but anyway but yeah, so upset that AG didn't win. Yeah, because I mostly because that hair, but <laughs> <laughs> but he is an amazing wrestler too. So yes. then we get to more backstage stuff where Rhonda's talking to Nat because they're I guess both happy because they both won their matches. Right. But then Charlie comes up and asks about you know Rhonda going after Charlotte now because she says she's gonna go after Charlotte because Charlotte beat her up at Survivor Series. Mm. And Rhonda's just like, oh, payback's a B, and I'm the baddest one on the planet. And it's like, okay, sure. Only because you tell us every other sentence. Yeah, only because you <laughs> constantly remind us. But then it was announced that Finn was going to face Dolph Ziggler on Raw, so have mm-hmm. that to talk about a little bit later. And then we get to the Ooh, the match that the crowd really was like, Oof. this is boring. Wait, wait. Pretty Which much. They actually they, chanted at one point, this yeah. is boring. Which you would not because... expect from these two wrestlers. Right. Which is really, yeah, really weird. It was the Intercontinental Championship between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. And yeah, you would not expect them to chant that about those two wrestlers. Especially, they're both good wrestlers and what they've been building up. You'd think it'd be a pretty exciting match, yeah. but... It dragged on and was... I mean, it was, like, okay, but, yeah, it dragged on. Yeah. There's definitely a point where the the crowd's chant was justified, because it got pretty boring. But, yeah, I mean, Dean had on a new blue jacket with, like, a snake, sparkly snake brooch. Brooch, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting look choice. Yeah. Interesting gear choice. And, you know, sets all in black. There was some exciting stuff. Dean dropped Seth into the announce table. But then, like, Corey and Renee, commentators were, like, they were getting into it. Because, you know, like, Renee's married to Dean. Dean. Yeah. And they were getting a little into it. That was almost more exciting than the match, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes me wonder if the match wasn't that long so that they could have their commentary stuff. Maybe. Maybe. Which is okay for the audience at home right but the audience and actually there doesn't get any of that no so. they don't hear any of the commentary so they're just watching a match drag out yeah so i don't know that was a thought i had that maybe that's why it dragged out a little bit because they were really getting into it a little bit on the commentary yeah but yeah there were definite chance of this is boring for mm-hmm. sure and of course you know there's some mock dean was mocking seth a little bit and mm-hmm he did say Seth was going to lose it, and he did, yeah. like, his championship and his composure. <laughs> right. So, you know, Dean ended up countering one of Seth's moves, gets in a dirty deeds, pins, wins. So, 
we have a new Intercontinental Champion, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose, which, like, I'm totally okay with Dean Ambrose winning. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted him to win. Yeah. Just could have been a better man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely could have been a better, shorter, yeah, m- more concise match. Yes. More well-paced match. Yeah. Because we get to the thing everybody was wanting, the SmackDown Women's Championship Triple Threat TLC match. First time women's TLC match. Yes. And a triple threat at that. Yes. Between definitely three of the best women. Oh, for sure. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Which, oh, that match was so good. So good. So good. Up until the end. Until the end. Where dumb Ronda Rousey interfered, which I don't know. I would. I think. I feel like I would have been slightly more okay with her interfering more towards the beginning or middle. Yeah, begin. Yeah, it was at an earlier point. Yeah, but but just like at the Royal Rumble that Oscar won, she came in, kind of stole Oscar's thunder. Right, because she really had no business being there then. No, they they should have saved that. For a raw, her coming. Yeah, on. like there's no no need for her to. Right, come because in. it was the first women's Royal Rumble, and Oscar was the first winner of women's Royal Rumble, so that was a big moment for her. Yeah, and where she got to choose which title she was gonna go for. Yeah, that too. And then yeah. Ronda Rousey comes out. It's like, Aah. it's like, mind your own business. With her not original song, cosplaying as Rowdy Roddy Piper. <sighs> I know. It's- yeah. So she needs her own thing. She needs her own gimmick. Yeah, cause yeah. I don't know why they. I don't know why they didn't give her her own gimmick. Anyways, but back to a really good anyway, match. Yes. So Oscar came in, kind of extra. She had like a new <laughs> extra furry robe, kind of remind me of Naomi a little bit. So yeah. I guess channeling a little extra from her friend Naomi yeah. because they've been tag teaming a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And she had like a sequin mask and her fan again. Oh, she had like a neck scarf tie thing too. So yeah. that was a little different. Mm-hmm. So Asuka was extra and showed up for the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. Charlotte, she was all in pink. <laughs> it was funny though when she made her entrance though. Because like the hanger that the belt was going to hang from mm-hmm. was like in the middle of the ring. And <laughs> yeah, she, she like, kinda, oh, she kind of walked into, into it. it yeah. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> and then like, you know, Becky comes in, leather jacket and stuff. I guess that's her thing now. Yeah, she is the man. She's the man. I am the man. Which her jacket reminds us on the back. Yeah, right. I kind of miss her steampunk stuff, though. Yeah. Because now she's just like, oh, another person. Yeah. I don't know. I miss it. You can be the man and still have your right. actual normal gimmick. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, that was like, oh, that was such a good match. It's like WWE's actually listening to our podcast when we were saying we <laughs> wish Charlotte and Becky would headline at pay-per-views. Right. Hmm, that's really weird, but super glad that, I don't know, they're realizing that the good stuff they've not been saving for last. Right. So they finally listen, and then add Asuka in there and a TLC match. Right. Forget about it. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that was good stuff. Ugh, but, oh, TLC matches make me hurt so much. Ugh, well, yeah. Ugh, it's like, if I was a wrestler, I think I'd be okay with never having a TLC match <laughs> in my career. I think yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I think so. Because there's a lot that can go wrong. Oh, so much. So <laughs> much. 
Oh, but one good part was uh, Charlotte. She put Oscar onto the German table, but then Becky put Charlotte onto the table too <laughs> with Oscar, and Becky like goes and gets like one of the really tall ladders, and she goes off the ladder and hits Charlotte and go put Charlotte at the table, but Oscar rolled out of the way. Out of the way, yeah. So that was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But that was good. And of course, like Charlotte gets out of kendo stick again. But then, like, Asuka gets it from her. And so, like, they beat each other up for a while with that. And mm. then Charlotte spears Asuka through the timekeeper barrier thing. So, like, that was, like, rough. Because yeah. I was like, whew. Yeah. Oh, and then Charlotte ends up going after Becky. Oh, but I love this quote that she says. She's like, a man always bows down to a queen. And it's like, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Well, yeah. I think she said the man. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was still good. Yeah. Good entering banter, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Charlotte's just, like, such a good heel. I love Queen heel Charlotte. Yeah. So good. But, yeah, then Charlotte goes off the top rope and puts Becky through a table. Mm. So. And, yeah, towards the end, they had, I think it was, yeah, Charlotte and Asuka were on one ladder Mm -hmm. going for the title. And then, like, Becky puts up another ladder. Another ladder. And then somehow, I guess, was it Becky or Charlotte that knocked Asuka off? It might have been Becky. Yeah, I think it was Becky. Knocked Asuka off the ladder, and then, like, Charlotte gets on Becky's ladder, and, like, they're both trying to reach it. And that's when Dom Ronda Rousey comes (sighs) out, and Asuka was in a position where she could have easily pushed the ladder. Easily pushed it over, yeah. Which, like, I was hoping. Yeah, I was expecting, yeah. As much as I love Becky and Charlotte, I wanted Asuka to win. Yeah. Like, just have a new, just mix up, let somebody else have the belt for a while. Yeah. But also, Asuka is really like, amazing wrestler. Yeah. So I wanted her to win. So I was like, oh, great. Like, she's in position. She can knock the... La-. I was like, just knock it over, Asuka, and you can get it, and it's done. Yeah. Ugh. But then stupid Ronda comes out and does what Asuka should have done. Yeah. Ugh. And then, like, Be- yeah. So Becky and Charlotte are knocked off, and then yeah. Ronda leaves, and then Asuka climbs up and gets the belt and wins. Yeah. And so, like, I wanted to be happy, but I couldn't because... It was tainted. It was tainted by Ronda Rousey. Doing something that Asuka easily could have done. Exactly. And it was so dumb because... I I think I find that whole, like, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, Becky thing so dumb anyways. Because they're on two separate brands. Right. So, the, literally, the only times they can interact with each, with each other... Is at pay-per-views. Is at pay-per-views. Yeah. So, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. And weird. Like let Rhonda have a feud with somebody on Raw. Right. So, I don't know. And just, like, overshadowing, like, again, like you said earlier, Asuka, once again, Mm. it's like, oh my gosh, like, stop. Like, let somebody have their moment. Which is honestly a pretty big reason why I hate Rhonda Rousey. (laughs) Because she keeps stealing Asuka's thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, specifically Asuka. Yeah. For some weird reason. Yeah. Anyway, so... So she started off on a bad foot with me. Yeah. And I don't I don't blame you for that. Because, yeah. I wanted to be happy, and it was such a good match up to that point. And then, ugh, it just killed the thunder for me. So she's kind of like... Ronda was in, like, Brock Lesnar in that sense. Yeah. Coming in at the end and messing up a match. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, if she'd come in, like, slightly earlier and mess yeah. with them, then I'd be okay. Then fine, whatever. Well... Like, beat up Charlotte a little bit, maybe, yeah. at the big, towards the beginning. Yeah. That's fine, whatever. Because now it just kind of makes it look like Asuka 
couldn't have won without Rhonda. Right. Which is absurd. Yeah, which is completely absurd. Which I don't think anybody thinks that. No. God, no. But it kind of, again, slightly implies it a little, which is, like, super dumb. And so I didn't appreciate that. No, not at all. But I am, like, up until that point, super amazing match. I'm glad Mm. that they listened. I'm going to say they listened to us and made Becky and Charlotte the main event. (laughs) Yeah. Plus Asuka. Plus Asuka. Yeah. Because that that was the best match of the night, for sure. yeah. Hands down. Like, just always... Always the main event, always. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that was the end of the pay per view. Overall, it was. Yeah, it was a solid pay per view. It was a solid pay per view. It was just long. Ooh, so long. Maybe not so many matches next time. Right. Actually, definitely not so many definitely matches not, ne- next time. There's definitely some matches you didn't really need. No. Like, like, I hate to say it because I love Finn. Well, yeah, that but match didn't really need to happen. That did not need to happen, me. especially since they let him be a part of the Corbin Strowman match. Right. He had his moment at the pay per view. I would have been totally fine with him just beating up Baron Corbin. Right. Per- like personally, I would have been totally fine with that, right. and then just deal with McIntyre on Raw. Right. Like because yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was one of the match. And then the Rey Mysterio Randy Orton thing was like not was, super necessary for the pay per view yeah, either. It was good, but not necessary. Yeah, but I guess like they're two really big name superstars, right. so it did not have them in pay per views, kind of, and probably part of their contracts where they had to be in pay per views. Maybe so, so. <laughs> especially Rey Mysterio since he just recently came back. So I'm sure that's yeah. Other than it being super long and yeah. a few things, it was a, it was overall it was yeah, a good pay per view. Good overall. Okay, so we're going to try something new on our podcast. That sound means it's time for the wrestling word of the week. So since we're both, well, mostly me, still kind of new to this wonderful world of wrestling, (laughs) there are a lot of terms that I'm learning and don't know, so I thought it'd be a good idea to just have a wrestling word of the week where we talk about, I don't know, a term that we may not know and its definition um, don't hate me. I'm just getting these off of Wikipedia. <laughs> so if it's not totally correct definition, please blame Wikipedia, not me. This one is the. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one's pretty well. According to you, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But so our first ever wrestling word of the week is kayfabe. Pretty um, sure that's how we pronounce it. Let's hope so. I think I've heard it that way enough times okay. to be confident. It's kayfabe. <laughs> Which is probably the most important wrestling term for professional wrestling. Yeah. And kayfabe is the presentation of professional wrestling as being entirely legitimate or real. Prior to the 1980s, this was universally maintained across all wrestling territories and promotions. So, yeah, kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the... Suspension of disbelief in terms of wrestling. Okay. (laughs) Well, because where the audience is supposed to take, you know, what's happening, the stories and stuff as as fact, as real. So, like, I don't know, like, pretty much like most fictional television shows. Yes, but since it's usually in front of a live audience or, you know, it's the people aren't actors, they're... But, I mean, they are actors. Well, I mean, yes, but sometimes they're not. It's still real people doing real things. Well, I mean, yeah, they're obviously wrestling. <laughs> they're putting themselves through chairs and ladders and tables. Yes. 
But like the Wikipedia said, up until a point, there was no like... It wasn't openly there w- talked yeah, about. It wasn't openly talked about like it is now. Like now we know like... Usually know like people's real names and like... Obviously they're not their characters and stuff. I think I read that it was kind of brought on by like the internet mostly. Well, I mean, yeah, because... Because I can I can Google Kane and find out oh his real name is Glenn Jacobs and he is currently the mayor <laughs> no, of Knox County. County. Right. Yeah. Because before the internet, you could easily do that without anyone finding out. Like they'd have to like really dig into somebody. Like, but now yeah, you can't. Hide. He, he's not actually from hell. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> sorry. He's not actually the devil's favorite demon. Sorry. If that burst your bubble, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But now with the internet, you can't really hide anything, so they just went ahead and, like, embraced it. Yeah. So. Wrestling Word of the Week. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. And I'm going to try. Don't totally hold me to this, but I'm going to try to, like, tweet out a word every week. Because we have a Twitter now. Yay! Yay, Twitter. Which we'll mention our Twitter handle at the end of the episode. But, so... Be on the lookout for Wrestling Word of the Week. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, moving on to Raw, which everything changed when Vince McMahon came. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Vince McMahon showed up to Raw. Yeah. He said, I can't do it all by myself anymore. I guess running the business, quote unquote, running the business. So then Stephanie comes out, and then yeah. Triple H comes, comes out. out, and then Shane McMahon comes <laughs> out. And that was all kind of goofy, but also, like, <laughs> took a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> all coming out separately. Yeah. But, yeah, they kind of announced that the whole McMahon family is now taking full responsibility, not only for Raw, since there's no general manager... But apparently also SmackDown. Apparently. But Stephanie's like, you know, it's our bad. We haven't been listening. And I think Triple H says, we're going to empower the superstars. Going to empower the universe, WWE universe. Apparently, we are the authority now. We're the authority now. Apparently. (laughs) But yeah, there's going to be new mashups, new faces. Give the WWE Universe what we want, which is kind of like, okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. Right. Of course, I don't, for those of you who haven't played the WWE 2K19 yet, there's like a, I think it's Universe mode, which I have not played it either, but I've watched videos. Mm -hmm. But like the, actually, I don't even, honestly, I don't know how it works, but I don't know. This one guy that's been playing the Universe mode. Like, it starts out, and, like, Vince McMahon comes out, and he's like, you know what? We're listening to you now. Whatever. There's no more brands. There's no more Raw. There's no more SmackDown. There's only WrestleWar. <laughs> and I, there's, like, faction. Like, the wrestlers are in factions and everything. It's, like, so it's, like, kind of craziness. And so when they were, the McMahon family was coming out and, like, talking, I was like, Wrestle War? Are we getting? Is this, is this happening? Is this becoming real now? Like, is this not just the video game anymore? But no, not to that extent. Unfortunately, no. even though that would be pretty interesting yeah. if that actually happened. But then, of course, Baron Corbin comes out. 
Mm-hmm. And ooh, are there booze. Ooh, such booze. Apparently he forgot how to do a promo through booze. <laughs> Apparently. Because it was taking him quite a lot to get through the booze. And so even, much so that Triple H had to uh, finish it for him. Right. And like Vince McMahon was like, uh, you know, you have a microphone, <laughs> have a microphone and they don't. they don't. So, yeah. And it's pretty bad if like your <laughs> super boss has to be like, um, come on, <laughs> like we got a show to do. Right. But yeah, he's like, oh, it's not fair. Like that match wasn't fair. I got attacked. Wah, wah. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's a no DQ. Like TLC match is a no DQ match. Sorry, mm-hmm. not sorry. Basically. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, Baron Corbin's like, oh, I want another chance. Wah, wah, wah. So like the McMahon family does a huddle and they like <laughs> talk about whisper, whisper. Right. And Triple's like, Triple H is like, you know, okay, we'll give you a chance to get your power back, be the general manager if you can win this next match. <laughs> or, you know, win your match. And of course, Kurt Angle comes out and it's like, yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's going to be a special ref for this match. And then Heath Slater comes out. <laughs> yep. And so we have what we originally think is Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, they go commercial break, whatever. And like, but then Triple H comes out and he's like, oh, wait, by the way, like I like, couldn't really focus with all the booze going on and everything. <laughs> This is actually a handicap match. <laughs> and then Paul Cruz, Chad Gable, and Bobby Roode come out. <laughs> and of course, you know, they all start, you know, it's a handicap match. So they're wrestling and Corbin tries to leave the cr- through the crowd, but they drag him back in. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Heath Slater, he like turns around and it's like adjusting the turnbuckle <laughs> and stuff. Right. And then like they all just attack him all at once and everything. <laughs> And then Shane comes out, and he's like, oh, yeah, now it's a no-DQ match. <laughs> and so then they start getting chairs out and stuff. And even he's, like, the refs, he Slater starts kicking them and everything. Yeah. He's kicking them while the other guys are getting chairs. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's so good. So it's like, mm. yeah, how's it feel getting a taste of your own medicine, what you've been doing to Finn Balor for months? Like, right. Finn wins a match, and he's like, oh, j- sorry, no, it's a no disqualification match or whatever. So yeah. Here to taste your own medicine. Right. And then, you know, Kurt Angle gets angle slam in and pins Corbin for the win. But then they're not done, though. Then they drag out the table, and he gets angle slammed through the table. <laughs> so mm. that's just more goodness Left yeah. coming off of TLC. Yeah. Also, coming off of TLC, we get Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, that was actually a good match watching because they're, pre- they're pretty evenly sized. Yeah. So, they're getting in some good actual wrestling. And mm-hmm. we haven't really seen them wrestle, at least since I've been watching. Haven't really seen Dolph and Finn mm-hmm. wrestle. So, that was something different. And yeah good to watch but then of course drew comes out surprise surprise but like Dolph attacks him and then like finn goes over the ropes and flies into (laughs) drew and like Dolph tries to take advantage or he does take advantage but like finn kicks out but then drew attacks finn and so Mm -hmm. ref has to ring the bell and i guess finn won technically technically yeah but then like drew started attacking Dolph ziggler too so Mm -hmm. i don't know they didn't really 
announce what your winner is by disqualification. So right. I'm assuming Finn won because he was the one attacked first, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, but I mean, that was a good short match, you know. Yeah. Continuing story, so that was good. And then we get Dean Ambrose, who apparently is now the moral compass of <laughs> yeah. WWE, which I don't know when that happened, but sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But he's in his ugly brown coat again. And he's, like, surrounded by SWAT team. Even... Gas mask. People in gas masks. Yeah. He's like, oh, told you, Seth was going to lose control, lose his title. And he did both. But he's like, I'm not done with them. I'm going to take... I took the most important thing from him. Now I'm going to take everything from him. I'm going to take his career away from him. So it's like, okay. He's like, but I do want to give Seth the chance to tell everybody that I was right. And he's like, oh, come out. And, of course, Seth doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, I want, yeah, here, here's a chance to have a match with me. Like, not for the title, but, like, just to punch me in the face. And he doesn't come out. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm fine. I'm going to issue an open challenge for the title for anybody who wants to come out. Anybody not named Seth Rollins. <laughs> and then, ooh, Tyler Breeze comes out, who we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. So, that was nice. And that was a good match. It was a short match, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It was there was give and take. It wasn't just like Dean working over Tyler Breeze. Right. It was actually a good match, but it was mm-hmm. short. But of course, Dean wins, retains the title. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, he calls out Seth again. But then, oh, surprise. Seth was one of the SWAT Ooh. members the whole time. Ooh. And so Seth beats them up and like right. Dean runs away. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a backstage interview, Charlie talking to Shane McMahon. She's like, okay, so you said this is a shakeup, but what does that mean? And he's like, well, you know, people who haven't been getting opportunities haven't been really on the shows. Like, they're going to get more opportunities. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Because there are a lot of people that have not been shown lately. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm totally okay with that. It all yeah. sounds good so far. Yeah. But then, like, Drake Maverick comes up with AOP, and they're like, ooh, we demand a rematch for the tag team titles. And Shane's like, you know what? The mandatory rematch clause is kind of antiquated. We're not really going to do that anymore. And so it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> that's dif- that's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? You, you know, you got to earn an opportunity, and you're going to get one tonight with a fatal four-way between the B-team, the Revival... And Lucha House Party. Yeah. So that's a huge tag team match. Yeah. And then we get some promos for some of the new faces we're going to be seeing, which I think all of them are NXT people, I'm pretty sure. So, like, they've been advertising Lars Sullivan for, like... A couple months or so. Yeah, for a while. But then we also find out about Lacey Evans, who I'm kind of confused by her gimmick a little bit. (laughs) There's kind of a lot to unpack there. She's like a 40s pinup girl, but also like kind Southern Belle, but lady, but also a heel, but, but as a heel. But as a heel, uh, so it's a little confusing, a lot, yeah. a little too much going on there. Yeah. And then Heavy Machinery, which is a tag team, which I don't know if I've seen them wrestle, so I can't really say too much about them. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki Cross, who we've kind of seen on SmackDown when she had a match with Becky Lynch already, mm-hmm. and she's part of, or was part of Sanity. Kind of. So, she's crazy. Yeah. But, you know, crazy's fun. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. It can be, yeah. And then, whoever EC3 is, I don't... Yeah. I definitely don't know him. But he probably had, like, the weirdest promo. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't even want to talk about it. It was weird. 
just move on from that. Yeah. But he's one of the people that is coming up from NXT, apparently. Yeah. Oh, and then we get Bobby Lashley with Leo Rush mocking Elias with, like, their entrance. Because mm-hmm. Leo's like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Lashley. And, like, you know, they're in the ring with the broken guitar and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, in, like, instead of playing the guitar, Bobby, like, does his poses again. Just <laughs> like, ugh. Can you stop pointing at your butt? Thanks. <laughs> right. Get it. You have a butt. Right. <laughs> but then JoJo announces Elias. Leo and Bobby are just like, what? Where? And of course, like, he's like right behind them. Right. And like, he like hits Bobby Lashley with a guitar. So little payback from TLC the night before. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really have, they didn't have a match. That, was just, match just that was just a promo. promo thing, yeah. yeah. Ooh, but then we find out, get a little promo, Sami Zayn's returning. Ooh. He's been gone since i've started watching i'm pretty sure so he's been gone a while but he's coming back Ooh, and then we get to the fatal four-way tag team match between authors of pain b team lucha house party and the revival Mm -hmm. and unfortunately i think i'm having Corey. he says that there are no more lucha house party rules like the mcmahon's have said no i'm like Dang it. Like, you had me, and then you lost me with the no Lucha House Party <laughs> rules. Right. Ugh. But yeah, apparently it's Fatal 4-Way. There's only two men in the ring at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they had mentioned, apparently, Axel's from the B-Team. Axel from the B-Team. He's apparently a legacy. Apparently his grandfather just died recently, who was mm-hmm. also a wrestler. So the commentators were saying, like, if he won, you know, the match, it would be for his grandfather. That's sweet and sad. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, it was a good match. You know, all those tag teams are really, you know, they're all good and mm-hmm. fun to watch. Some funner than others, like the Lucha House Party. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Dash, I think his name's Dash Wilder, I think, from the Revival. Yeah. He ends up pinning Bo Dallas from the B team for the win. So I guess they're the ones up for the next opportunity for the tag team titles. I guess that's what the mattress four yeah so, so coming up the revival with this mcmahon takeover <laughs> yeah and then we get more backstage stuff with charlie and seth and seth's like yeah last night was a disaster but i'm gonna move forward and i'm gonna end ambrose <laughs> and then corbin shows up and he's like corbin's like everything was fine until you said something and wah 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 like <laughs> you ruined my life basically and then seth like punches him and it's like yeah and so then we find out later that the christmas eve raw seth and corbin are gonna wrestle mm-hmm. and then we get ronda rousey coming out to the ring with a mixture of booze and cheers <laughs> yeah because I guess some cheers because people like her and then a lot of booze because she messed with the Smackdown women's match. Yeah. Several Becky chants. <laughs> and then we get like the same promo for like the 20th time oh of what a real champ is. And it's like, oh my gosh, like you've done, you've literally done this promo <laughs> at least five times, at least. Yeah. Like we get it. We get what you like, think a real champ is. Verbatim. We don't care anymore. No. Well, some of us didn't care in the first place, but <laughs> definitely don't care now. Yeah. So, like, there are definitely boos about that, because, like, literally, we, yeah. we've heard we've this heard before. Many times. Yeah. And she's like, I want to start a new tradition where the champion defends their title after a pay-per-view, so I'm issuing an open challenge. Which, 
is like every like especially when there was the mandatory rematch thing right. like it was like every time it was already a thing anyway. it's already a thing unless if somebody Lesner. loses it yeah unless you're Brock Lesnar yeah unless you're Brock Lesnar yeah it's always been a thing so it's not new but then they cut to backstage and apparently all the women's roster is like wanting their entrance music played so like they're mm. yelling at like the directors and stuff <laughs> yeah. and like Stephanie comes out and she's like shut up follow me and so she takes them all out to the stage Stephanie says I'm not playing favorites anymore we're going to have an eight woman gauntlet match to determine who Ronda Rousey will go up next for the championship so that was pretty much the rest of Raw was that eight woman gauntlet <laughs> match which I was totally okay with because I was getting worried because up to that point there was no women's promos matches at all yeah. so I was like sweet let's do this yeah. eight woman gauntlet match alright so that was definitely something different and we haven't seen in a while Mm-hmm. So we start out with Alicia versus Bailey, and at some point Bailey tweaks, quote unquote, tweaks her knee during her match with Alicia, but she pins Alicia, and then Dana Brooke comes out and like she comes out like running and like just like going after Bailey. Yeah. But I think Bailey did like a she did a Bailey to belly for the pin and like beat Dana Brooke, and then Mickey James comes out, but then ugh, Mickey James beats Bailey. Unfortunately, not that like. Mickey James isn't a good wrestler. Just like, you know. Yeah. Let's push Bailey a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. And then Ember Moon comes out against Mickey James and like, okay, I want Ember Moon to win. She hasn't gotten a championship opportunity yet. So yeah. let's do this. Right. And like she does, she um she pins Mickey James, but then Natalia comes out and Natalia rolls up Ember Moon for the win. So I was like, dang it. I wanted Ember Moon to win, but that's okay. Ugh. And then Ruby Riot comes out to face Natalia, which, mm-hmm. you know, all their stuff that's been going on. Of course, the yeah. Riot, actually, the Riot squad comes out with her. So at first, it's like, who is she going to wrestle? But then, like, there's a commercial break and you find out, oh, it's Ruby. Yeah. And at one point, they do a double clothesline at each other and Nat rolls out of the way and pins Ruby. I think Ruby was going off the top rope or something, or like attempting to or something. Mm-hmm. But again, like all these matches, they were good. They were good matches. So. Yeah. And then the final person in the gauntlet match is Sasha Banks, who's wearing her Wonder Woman gear, which I like. But, like, it's because I love Wonder Woman, so. Right. And again, that was a really good match. But Natalia is able to get Sa- Sasha into a sharpshooter, and she taps out, so Natalia yeah. wins. Woo! <laughs> Wrong person, David. <laughs> but, like, just to show, like, how good of a sport Natalia is, like, you know, like, after the... You know, she was declared the winner, and, like, she goes and, like, checks on Sasha, make sure mm-hmm. she's okay. I think she even, like, kissed yeah. her on the forehead or something. <laughs> so, it's, like, yeah. being, like, a good little mother hen of the <laughs> women's locker room, I guess. Yeah. But then, like, Rhonda comes back out, and ooh, here come the booze. Yeah. You know, they're supposedly best friends, her, Rhonda mm-hmm. Rousey and Natalia, and, like, Rhonda lifts Natalia's arm or whatever, and they do a handshake and a hug, but, you know, I want Natalia to win. Oh, yeah. Because apparently there's going to be a championship match on the Christmas Eve episode for the women's title. Mm -hmm. So, look forward to that. Yeah. Natalia, please. Oh, yes. Please, Natalia. Because she can actually wrestle. But anyways. Oh, I forgot to mention, they did also mention that Kevin Owens is also coming back. So, Mm. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, friends, best friends. I don't know. I can't remember where that left off. No, yeah, I don't either. But they're both coming back soon. Coming soon. Yeah. 
So now moving on to SmackDown, which, like we said earlier, there's shakeup going on at SmackDown too. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know why Somebody SmackDown. Did. SmackDown's been fine. I don't know. Aside from the Samoa Joe stuff, SmackDown's been perfectly fine. Yeah. But like they start the show with like Shane having a meeting backstage with all the roster and everything. He's like, there's going to be changes. But apparently, Paige is no longer the general manager. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get that at all. I guess they're like, oh, well, Raw doesn't have a general manager, so I guess SmackDown won't either. Yeah. Which is super dumb because Paige, you know, story-wise, has been doing fine as general manager. So I don't... I didn't make any... I was really shocked when they said that. Yeah. Because I've been more interested if they only took over raw yeah because that would have been a little more i don't know a little more tension like oh smackdown's doing fine raw's the hot mess you know something like that because apparently this is a normal thing like occasionally the mcmahon family will take over and then they'll have to like bring somebody in to like take over from the mcmahon family because they're ruining it or whatever right which I did not know because apparently our father used to watch wrestling quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. And so I was trying to explain to him what was going on because I was, because like I said many a time, this is my first year actually watching wrestling, mm-hmm. like, and actually paying attention. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like all this stuff's happening. Like the McMahon family's taking over and they're shaking things up, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, they do that, like, not all the time, but quite all you know and often yeah. enough to know it's a thing and i was like yeah oh, oh. <laughs> so things i learned <laughs> this isn't a super exciting new thing i was like oh yeah so well, burst my bubble just slightly it has been a while though so yeah but still burst my bubble a little bit because <laughs> i was like oh this stuff's happening my dad's just like no this is a thing i'm like yeah, oh thing. they do that okay yeah but I do think it would have been more interesting if they only did it for Raw and left SmackDown, like, doing their own thing. Yeah. Because Raw has been the hot mess and SmackDown has been fine. Oh, yeah. But then we get Becky coming out to the ring because apparently she was not at the meeting. Apparently she doesn't do meetings. The man doesn't do meetings. The man doesn't do meetings. She handles her business out in the ring with the people <laughs> and she's like I don't care about shakeups I don't care about who has the power she's like I just want the McMahons to give me Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. she's like I'm tired of your rowdy rowdy piper cosplay she's like when I faced you I faced you face to face I beat you up you know person to person and you just come in and just like knock me over like you don't even like have the you know guts to actually beat me up mm-hmm. she's like don't interfere with my match and then Charlotte comes out, but she's like, we're getting healed, Charlotte, for sure, because she was in all black, mm-hmm. dark eye makeup, dark lipstick. And Charlotte's like, get in line. I'm dealing with Rhonda first. She's like, I was supposed to be an eight-time champ this time, and mm-hmm. Rhonda ruined it. And she's talking to Becky. I like this quote. She's like, you looked up to me then, you're looking up to me now, and you're going to look up to me forever. And so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you're burnt, Becky. <laughs> And then, of course, Asuka, the current women's SmackDown champion, Ooh. Empress of Tomorrow. It's tomorrow in America. <laughs> it's tomorrow on SmackDown. Comes out, and she's like, forget Ronda. 
I'm the champion now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> of course, then Becky and Charlotte, they're like, whatever. You didn't beat us. You never beat us. Like, I beat you up. I beat you up. And Becky's like, oh, you're a paper champion or whatever. Whatever that means. Yeah. I guess, oh, I guess like she didn't really earn it or whatever, yeah. which is like ridiculous. But anyways, she easily would have. Yeah, and they're like, you should be thanking Ronda. And of course, then apparently Vince McMahon's also at SmackDown. Because he comes out. He's like, oh, congratulations, Asuka. And he, like, starts berating, or I guess not berating, like, chiding yeah. Becky and Charlotte. They're like, he's like, Becky, this is unbecoming behavior of you and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you and Charlotte need to stop making excuses for yourselves. Mm-hmm. He's like, get over it and take charge. And it's like, okay. And it's like, I don't know if you've ever, I guess you don't remember that you're not supposed to talk that way to a flare, but anyways. And he's like, oh, Asuka. He's like, how about, do you want to defend your title tonight? And everybody's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like the crowd, not, obviously not. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah. But of course, like, Becky and Charlotte, like, yeah, us, us. And it's like, nope, not you. We're not doing mandatory rematch clauses anymore. So then Naomi comes out and it's like, whoa. Because Naomi and Asuka have been tag teaming for the past couple months. Mm-hmm. But Naomi's like, uh, Becky and Charlotte, you had your chances. Becky, you were the man. But now you're not the champion anymore. So get back in line. And of course, Naomi is a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion. So mm-hmm. and this was a really good match. It was, it was a pretty long match, too. Which is really surprising because they don't often get really long matches. Unfortunately, the women. Mm-hmm. But this was a really long match. It was a good one. Of course, Naomi, she was in, I guess it was new gear. I haven't seen her in it. It was like camo gear. Mm-hmm. Of course, neon camo, obviously, because it's Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like Charlotte and Becky were standing rings or sitting ringside. And I think Asuka's gear was like the gear that they had, her and Naomi had matching gear on of. So that's kind of interesting. But like I said, it was a super good match. At one point, Naomi, like, again, I call it a booty bump because it's a booty bump. Like, booty bumps Asuka right in the face. So I was like, woo. But then Naomi taps to the Asuka lock. And so Asuka wins and retains. Which is fine. I like Asuka's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I wanted to have more than 24 hours as the champion, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I'd like Naomi, too. So I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Of course, I think Naomi was trying to be a good sport and, like, congratulate Asuka on her win Mm -hmm. right before they cut the camera. But. Yeah. Because they are still friends. And then weird moment with the Miz and the McMahon family locker or room, apparently, whatever yeah. that was. That was weird. Mm-hmm. His little, what McMahon calls a baby knock, I guess. Yeah. Can Shane come out and play? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm looking for Shane. And Vince is like, uh, Shane can't come out to play right now. And it's like, <laughs> what? He's like a grown man. I'm like, what are you talking about? And this is like, you know what? I want your I want your blessing as to be tag p- partners with Shane. He's like, we could be the best in the world. And Vince is like, my blessing? I've never given my blessing to anything in my life. And it's like, well, okay, that's kind of weird. But he's like, I'll give you a blessing, but I'll give you a chance to prove yourself. And this is like, okay. And Vince is like, I'll find you a tag team partner. And if you win your match, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what this... He's just like, win your match. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> so Vince McMahon is going to give him as a tag team partner. And apparently 
Byron, he was not at TLC or on SmackDown. They said he was mm-hmm. sick, but I don't know if he was sick or just taking a vacation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So they had a guest. I think his name's David Otunga. I think that's yeah. his last name. Otunga? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's it. He was at TLC and on SmackDown. And then we get some backstage promo with Rusev and Lana saying, he's like, oh, I hope the McMahon family's paying attention. He's like, I'm the definition of a superstar. He's like, look at this body. Look at this face. Look at this beard. You could sell it on eBay for money (laughs) and like make sweaters of it for children or babies or whatever. And it's like, what? And of course, like all the commentators are like, I would not wear that sweater. That's disgusting. (laughs) He's like, look at Shinsuke. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. He can run away as much as he wants, but he can't run away from me or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah, something weird because Rusev wants to be United States champion again. Mm. So, anyways. And then we get what was supposed to be Samoa Joe's apology to Jeff Hardy. Like, Jeff Hardy comes out, but he doesn't have face paint on or anything. He's like, I acknowledge that I've had trouble in the past. I acknowledge my demons, but I've moved on from that. I'm better. I'm in a better place. I'm thankful I'm here now. He's like, but I do want Joe to apologize face to face. And of course, then Samoa Joe comes out and he's like, oh, he's like, I'm sorry, but this isn't an apology. This is an intervention. And it's like, okay, whatever. Like, you only do interventions if people actually have a problem, which Jeff Hardy does not have a problem anymore, obviously. So, right whatever joe's like you know holidays are a difficult time you know your demons are gonna come back and harry's like you know what i'm never going back there so whatever he's like i'm obviously not the one with the demons and the insecurities you are right and jeff harry's like what insecurities are you hiding from joe is it that you've been here two years and you've never won a title <laughs> and it's like oh you burnt <laughs> and of course joe like tries to attack jeff hardy but then Jeff Hardy does a twist of fate and gets Joe. So mm. it's like, I guess that's not over. But no, it's like, but... so again, with all the Samoa Joe stuff lately, it's been super weird and yeah, makes no sense. No. And then we get to what turns out to be a mixed tag team match with The Miz and his partner, Mandy Rose, versus the mixed match tag team champions, R-Truth and Carmella. Oh, and here's where we get to a little segment we want to call Corey Nasty. Corey Nasty. Corey so nasty. So, so nasty. Because he is, like, super obsessed with Mandy Rose in a just nasty way. (laughs) But this was a, it was a super short match, but it was, like, fun. R-Truth and Carmella come out. They're like, oh, we just won the finals for the Mixed Match Challenge. We're going to go to WWE headquarters for our trip. But we're ready to face you and Maurice. It's like, what? Because Mrs. Wife Maurice is blonde and Mandy Rose is blonde. So apparently that means, anyways, R-Truth is just funny. Yeah. But that was a little funny part. And of course they do like a little dance break, but Mandy like distracts after the dance break and Mrs. is able to get in a skull crushing finale or whatever they call it and like pins our truth for the win so Miz and Mandy Rose win and mm-hmm. this is where Corey gets super nasty yeah because he's being kind of nasty throughout the whole match but then he gets super nasty and she like Mandy Rose like walks by and like looks at him and he mm. like just like starts freaking out he's like oh my gosh she just checked me out like starts totally freaking out yeah. and then they like cut the camera to the announce table and he's like almost on top of Tom Phillips and he's just like and Tom Phillips is like oh my gosh get away from me like go sit over there why are you so close he's like 
she just wanted she checked me out and it's like oh my gosh calm down you nasty you nasty so that was our moment of core nasty core nasty so then we get some backstage promo stuff about Mustafa Ali and AJ Styles who are going to team up against Daniel Bryan and Andrade C and Almas at the end of SmackDown and apparently Mustafa Ali was a police officer in Chicago before yeah. he became a WWE superstar. Yeah, didn't, so, didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. So that was interesting. Yeah. But then also, apparently he's been permanently added to the SmackDown roster. Yeah. Because he was on 205 Live with the Cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. But now apparently he's on SmackDown. Yeah. So, again, one of those new faces. Yeah. But he is fun to watch. So yeah. I'll be excited yeah. to see him more in the future. Yes. And then we get the Usos coming out. And they're like, oh, we still run SmackDown. He's like, stuff changes, but we still run SmackDown Live. Mm -hmm. And even though we didn't win the championship on Sunday, we still didn't lose because we didn't get pinned. (laughs) So come on, Barb. We want a rematch or whatever. Yeah. But then Gallows and Anderson come out. Two good brothers come out instead who mention that they haven't been on SmackDown Live since August. Mm-hmm. I guess wrestling-wise, because they definitely had, like, a promo before Survivor Series. Yeah. Where they were all getting their little SmackDown shirts for the tag team match. Yeah. But, yeah, it has been a while. And they are mm-hmm. really... They're really both really good. Yeah. Gallows and Anderson. And I thought they just hadn't been on since... Because I'm pretty sure Anderson had a baby. Well, he didn't have a baby. His wife had a baby. Right. So I just like, oh, he's on paternity leave. It's fine. Yeah. But... I guess that's not part of kayfabe, our word yes. of the day, word of the week. <laughs> no, that's not part of the kayfabe. So, but yeah, apparently they have been on since August, which I didn't realize it had been that long, but I guess it has. And they're like, you know what? We're tired of seeing the Usos, the New Day, and the Bar every week. What about us? Mm-hmm. And so the McMahons get approved the match, and so we get the Usos versus Gallows and Anderson, mm-hmm. which again super good match because they're both really good tag teams yeah and we haven't seen them in a while but then towards the end of the match the bar comes out and then they look they look like they're gonna mess stuff up <laughs> but they come from the entrance way <clears throat> and but then sanity comes out of comes the out crowd behind, yeah. and like attacks the usos and i'm pretty sure it's anderson in the ring yeah because i think gals was like on the outside mm-hmm. and so they attack everybody yeah. and then they're done with their attack and they go up the entranceway at the, towards the bar and they're like oh we beat you to it you know but then the bar's like oh well we're not gonna be showed up and so then they go in and attack mm-hmm. everybody too yeah so mixing it up with the smackdown tag teams because yeah they haven't really done anything with sanity in a while either so it'll be fun to see all that get mixed up in the tag team division yep and then we get a short little promo with Shinsuke mocking Rusev <laughs> with all his Total Divas clips. Yeah. Apparently Rusev is very proud of his body. <laughs> especially his legs. Yeah, especially his legs, apparently. Which, I mean, he is a good looking man. He is handsome Rusev. <laughs> right. But also, it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Shinsuke's like, he's not a U.S. champion contender. He's just a total, total diva. diva. Yeah. But apparently they're going to have a U.S. championship match for the Christmas Day episode of SmackDown. And then we get to the final match of the night, which is 
Daniel Bryan and Andrade Cien Almas versus AJ Styles and Mustafa Ali. But it was really funny when Daniel Bryan was coming out because somebody had a sign that said, yes, the sign wasted paper. And like he like <laughs> Daniel Bryan like legit just like glares at it for a good bit. So that was like super funny. But then, like, he, he does a little promo before the match starts. Same stuff. Like, oh, yes, movement is dead. I destroyed the house that AJ Styles built. But I don't destroy mm-hmm. things. I'm a creator. And so, like, but you just said you destroyed the house that AJ Styles <laughs> built. Right. But anyways, talking about more, like, environmental stuff, which is, like, fine. You need to be aware of what you're doing to the environment. But, yeah. like, super, again, over-the-top stuff and saying like self-education is the only form of education but basically you the you know wd universe are too stupid to self-educate so i'm gonna teach you it's like (laughs) what anyways a lot of contradictory weird stuff but then we get to the actual mat tag team match and it was really good it was a good decent match Mm -hmm. uh one good part was daniel bryan rolled out and ollie was gonna try to go after him but like almost like does his like tranquilo thing with his manager Zelina Vega Mm -hmm. but then like AJ kicks Almas like out of the ropes and Mm -hmm. Zelina's like oh my gosh what and then AJ lifts Ollie over the top (laughs) and like into Almas and Daniel Bryan so that was a really good moment Mm -hmm. and again for some reason I don't know why AJ is doing this lately but he yelled (laughs) he yelled out style clash Styles Clash. Which is like, I don't remember him doing this before, but he's done like, like he's, the last couple of times. Like he's in Dragon Ball Z all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't yelling know. out his attacks. I don't know what that's about, but of course, like, he didn't do it because right. he announced he was going to do it. So, <laughs> right. of course, able to counter when you know what's coming. Right. <laughs> like, but the end of the match, it was Mustafa Ali and Daniel Bryan in the ring. And then at one point, almost like tries to interfere, but like AJ gets a phenomenal forearm on him mm-hmm. to keep him from messing with it. And Mustafa is able to do a 054 from the top rope, which mm-hmm. I think is, they said it was an inverted 450. Yeah. But he pins Daniel Bryan and wins. So his yeah. first official match as a SmackDown roster member is beating the WWE champion. champion. He pins the WWE champion. So mm-hmm. that was an exciting win for him. Yeah. So that was that was a good way to end the episode. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of crazy stuff happening after tables, ladders, <laughs> and chairs. Right. Very interesting way to end the year. Very yeah. Coming in with the McMahon takeover, which is kind of <laughs> weird because because it's their company. Yeah, anyway, it's their company so. anyway. It's a family-owned company anyway, so it's like. Sure, not like you have nothing to say about any of this right. it's not already. Like you haven't been controlling it the whole time anyway. Right. <laughs> so it's like, okay. But again, kayfabe. Kayfabe. We're the week. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. But yeah, I don't know. Overall, it's pretty good stuff happening. Yeah. Good pay per view. Good shows. Corbin's out of power. Finally. Finally. Hooray. Huzzah. Huzzah. Asuka's the new women's SmackDown champion. Super exciting. The Empress of Tomorrow, today. Today. <laughs> so, yeah, overall, was, there are some parts I could have done without, but overall, yeah. it was a good pay-per-view. good, yeah. Good pay-per-view, good, good, good mix-up. Yeah. Mixing it up, like, like the McMahon said they were going to do, mixing yeah. it up. So, be interesting to see what the new year brings. Right. 
see what the landscape is come Royal Rumble. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to On the Road 2. I guess this is our last episode for season one. <laughs> We're yeah. calling this season, end of season one because Royal Rumble starts a new year, pretty much. Yeah. So that'll be our new year and the new road to WrestleMania. So, yeah. Yeah. So again, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Yes, yes. We are on Apple Podcast. Our latest episodes are on SoundCloud. We now officially have a Twitter handle and an email address. Please follow us at capital O, capital T, capital R, capital T podcast. So OTRT podcast on Twitter. And then if for some reason you just really want to email us, which would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. We are on the road to podcast at gmail.com. So, so yeah, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions. Yeah, suggestions. Yeah. So something I would like to do since we've got a Twitter account now is to have try to do polls about favorite matches and stuff. See what our listeners think. See if you have similar opinions to us, different ones. I don't know. We'll find mm-hmm. out. <laughs> But again, please like, subscribe, share, follow. Definitely follow. That'd be nice because yeah. right now it's just the two of us following our own Twitter <laughs> account. So yeah. follows would be nice and appreciated. And retweets. And re- yeah, retweets. Yeah. That's also a thing. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. And we will see you on the road to Royal Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> 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 <laughs>